Looking for that one place that has it all? The White Claws, the Twisted Teas, a ton of craft beers, regular beers, and at outstanding prices? It's Griff's Beverage Center in Watertown. Huge sales on Guinness this month. Killian's Irish Red, only $13.99 a 12-pack. Miller Lite Aluminum Bottles, $16.88 for a 15-pack. Molson Triple X Bottles, $5.99 a 6-pack. Stop in today to the King of Craft and everything else, too. Griff's Beverage Center in Watertown. Now, AM 1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Is this, does this all sound okay? Turning into my I miss in the morning voice. Jim Levin should be popping in at any given time. You never know. Uh, it's, a, it's a Tuesday. I think this sounds okay. I'm kind of experimenting here. I'm trying to listen to it. Yesterday we had issues. Hard to explain. You wouldn't care anyway. But I'm going to see if it sounds okay on Facebook. So uh, give me a second here. All right, let's see how that sounded. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. All right, anyway, there we have it. Dip, 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 dip. All right, so that's how we do it. We literally got to wait till we get on air to do a, uh, some type of voice check or air check. And it's, it's uh, you know, whatever. That's the way it is. If you listen to the uh, Hotline Show today, you already know it was a great show. Once again, two days in a row. Uh, with the hotline host who's back uh, here at the station for the first time in months. And uh, Jeff telling it like it is. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're, there's so many things to talk about with someone that's been out of commission for some time during a crucial time in Watertown history, during a crucial time when we lost, uh, uh, we didn't lose Jeff, but <laughs> temporarily, of course, weren't able to talk to him about the elections back in November. Uh, I mean, there's a laundry list of things that I still have to ask Jeff. And I'll ask him, of course, tomorrow. Then the current mayor, Jeff Smith, will be here on Thursday and Friday. And eventually the plan, of course, is to have Jeff do the show by himself. That's the key. And as you can tell, clearly that he could do it right now, but it's just, you know, his, his ambulatory skills of getting into the building with, you know, with this current situation uh, is, is difficult. Uh, but the mind, the, the you know, the, the memory, the, the memories, everything is clearly still there. 
So the Hotline Show will live forever. And uh, I'm glad to have been a part of it and continue to. Uh, but as you can obviously see, that Jeff is, uh, is coming back uh, slowly but surely. So let's go to the phones. Uh, it, that means by himself, I should say. He's obviously back. You're on the air. Dallas. Hey, What's happening? Yeah, how you doing today, sir? Good. How you How you doing? I do. I can hardly hear you for some reason. Oh, uh, can you hear me now? About same. Well, okay. sorry about uh, that. Yeah. I won't keep you long. I know you're busy. Yeah, no, it's okay. But I didn't hear the show today mm-hmm. with Jeff Graham. Yeah. But one question to ask him, please. Yeah. Uh, what I gathered the other day. And the reason I'm asking this, sir, yeah, because I, I think I have the same problem. Hmm. I have almost no feeling hmm. from my knees down to my toes. Wow! Uh, it's like when you fall asleep in your arm, right? You know, it pins the needles. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And and I have the same thing. And the doctors in Florida and the doctors in New York, uh, they they keep me going to different specialists. And they can't figure anything out. Hmm. So I was just wondering if if, uh, if Mayor Graham, uh, yeah, Mayor Graham, yeah, had an insight into what it was. Can I, I did hear him say yesterday? Yeah, he was in rehab in Carthage, right? And I was in rehab in Carthage too. Mm-hmm. And the girls up there were fantastic. Right? I'm sure. Yeah, but I I was just wondering if uh, um. Uh, a name, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, let me. Let me I, I, I just had no idea. Let me, let me ask you some some personal questions. If you don't, are you diabetic? No, I actually I'm just the opposite. Okay. I've got to have a coke. I've got low blood sugar. I got to have a coke or orange juice. Okay. First thing in the morning. Hmm. Otherwise, I, I I can't function. All right, but you, you you seem to have some type of sugar issue then, or lack of. Yeah, it must be. Yes. What is that? Hypoglycemia? I forget. I'm not a doctor. But are you telling me that you have doctors who don't know what's, what's wrong with you? And this is not a lie. My doctor, my one doctor in New York, says, George, you have lived a hard life, and now you're paying for it. Hmm. And that was his only response. His and only response. So he has... And I spent 12 and a half weeks right. last summer between Carthage in New York, or Carthage in Lowellville, mm-hmm. in the hospital. So, are you in a wheelchair right now? No, I, wa- I walk with a walker. Okay. And if you don't mind I me... I had a guy that called the other day yeah. from Florida that said that, that I got a guy out of the water that was drowning. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you call that. No, I do, I do, I do. I do. But, uh, okay, so... Can I ask your age? I mean, you know, I shouldn't be asking you this. Yeah, I, I just turned 66 last All right, you're a young guy. You're a young guy. You should be walking. Mm-hmm. And doctors, you went through all this rehab, and a doctor from New York City, you should tell Jim this, oh, the best doctors in the world, <clears throat> uh, couldn't figure things out. Can I ask you yet another personal question? If the doctor said you had a hard life, uh, what, were you in construction? What did you, did, you, did you fix copy machines? What was it with your legs that, that gave you this, this issue, in your opinion? It was uh, all physical. I played Division One football. Okay. I used to ride bowls and rodeos. Yeah. I used to the rodeo circuit out west, out in Oklahoma. Right. Kansas, Texas. Uh, 
and I was known maybe to throw a punch or two now and then. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Sure. It was a lot different back then than this town. Right, used to shake hands and, you know, share each other's teeth. Uh, So, right. No, I understand. Well, geez, I feel for you, my friend. I just, you know, you're, you're, uh, unfortunately, and I think you know this, you're, you're talking to the wrong guy. I, I can't even put a nail on the wall without screwing that up. So and as far as evaluating what your problem is, but what really concerns me is that you can't get answers from someone that should be able to give you answers. And that's where I feel for you, my friend. That, that's what I, you know, that is what I feel. When I was up in New York, I'm in Florida right now. I'm coming back to New York pretty soon. Yeah. But when I was in Florida... I, I count them. I, I had five different doctors wow. answer and ran down the line. Hmm. And not one of them could give me an idea what was going on. That sucks. Not one. That's... Not one of them. That's why, okay, this goes full circle. Yeah. This is why I was wondering if Mayor uh, Graham yeah. uh, give me any Advice. insight sure. uh, to what uh, he went through. You know, well, I tell you uh, what. Yeah. Far, because that sounds... He said things, you said things, mm-hmm. uh, Mayor Smith has said things yeah. that led me to believe that he has a lot of the symptoms that I had. Right, right. Well, he's and got legs that aren't just, cooperating, I that's for sure. I wondered. Yeah. This, um, yeah. I tell you what, mm-hmm. I mean, Glenn, you'll never have understanding of this, and I hope you never have to, mm-hmm. just to walk up on a six-foot um I mean that that throws you right off whack. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. you're 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 terrible. You just can't do it. Right. So when I go to a dollar store or wherever I go, I park as close to the curb as I can. So when I get out, I put one hand on my walker, the other hand on my car, and step up on the curb. Hmm. And I'm only sixty-six years old. Yeah, I know. I don't That's... understand it. You what, know? Are you married? Say again, sir. Are you married? Your wife, kids? No, my my wife died. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, I think you remember. Years ago yeah, I know. I do remember this phone call. Oh, jeez. We all need a and woman in you, our life. You and I have met. Um, I used to have a catering business in, in uh, upstate New York. Hmm. But you and I have met. As I look you up on News Junkie, actually, a very good picture of you. Yeah. On News Junkie. Well, thanks. Um. Mm-hmm. But you and I have met. So we and I know a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. I I know Froggy. I know all those people. Yeah. Um. And but anyhow. Yeah. Well, I know. I don't want to. No, I get side, it. I'll I'll ask Jeff tomorrow. Uh, and and listen in yeah, on the hotline yeah, show. Him, yeah, we'll see if you'll answer on the radio. I most okay. certainly will, my friend. And good luck. We will. Godspeed oh. to you, my friend. Thank you. Well, thank you, young man. No, you no have problem. A great night. Yes, you too. Well, I hate hearing that. And, I, you know, Jeff, obviously, Jeff Graham, uh, going through the ups and downs of... I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happens when, when legs don't cooperate. I, I, that, I, you know, it, the first thing I think about, because, you know, I'm a moron, is, oh, it must be your sugar. Something to do with diabetes. I have no clue. And it's frustrating to, to not get answers from me, but more importantly, not get answers from people that supposed to, are supposed to be giving you answers. But they, they have it. Well, hopefully, Jeff will, will give us some idea tomorrow. So anyway, let's open up the phone lines. 755-1240. Now, I don't have it in front of me. Every now and then I get criticism on, particularly on, on Jeff's blog. Jeff's blog's been down for a while. Needless to say, why? 
I think Jeff described that in recent days, but he's back at it. And I noticed, you know, there's some, there's some people that just really don't like me, and I get that. And, I, you know, I'm like uh, Henry F. Potter. I don't particularly like them either. But I don't even know these people. But it's funny. Uh, I do talk fast, but some guy goes on there, and uh, I'm assuming it's a dude, because only dudes talk this way. Oh, and he talks too fast. Hey, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing he responded, he said, uh, he said, I'm nasally. Nasally. Like, like I'm Felix Unger. Uh-huh. You know, like some talking out of my nose. I don't know about that. Pretty sensitive. I've always been sensitive. But, you know, I sometimes, you know, you, you, when you hear people say, oh, you do this too often. I'm like, ah, oh, you're right. But nasally? I'm not so sure about that. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? What's happening? It's uh, Rich Gladel. Well, you know, I heard that guy talking. I feel bad for him. Yeah. It sounds like he's got a lot of doctors. I mean, yeah. when I had the strokes, they told me I was supposed to live. You got a bad connection. You got to talk up, Rich. You got a bad connection. Talk up a bit. Yeah, okay. Can you yeah. hear me now? I can, but you just got to talk up louder. You're calling from Cape Vincent, which okay. might as well be on the other side uh, of the earth. Yeah. When I when I had the stroke, sir, the doctors at Samaritan told me that I had to go to, uh, that they couldn't help me. I had six months to live. Hmm. And we found somebody else that could, so maybe there's somebody else that could help him too, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, he's down in Florida. There's tons of doctors down there that deal with people. With, but, you know, if you're going to be like a, a rodeo writer, a, 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 ball, a barroom brawler, football player, you know, it does have a... T- I mean, you see guys like Earl... Do you, know you know the name Earl Campbell by any chance? We talked about him not that long ago, Rich. He was a football player, running back, fullback uh, for the uh, then Houston Oilers. And uh, about 10 years ago, maybe even 14, 15 years ago, I saw him. He was in a wheelchair. I mean, he's my age, and he's probably in his early 60s now. But nonetheless, that meant that by the time he was like 38 years old, he's already in a wheelchair. Why? Because he was a football player, and football players really have pain and issues early in life. And my guess is this guy had, you know, again, we live, we li- I see videos of kids on bikes and BMX, whatever, those bikes that they go up and down ramps and they fall and they hurt, ow, and then they get right back up again. Eventually, uh, there's going to be a time where everything we've ever done is going to catch up to us, Richard. That's, that's the way I see it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it could be, it could be a couple of concussions. It could be just smoking way too many cigarettes. Uh, uh, taking too much meth. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that gentleman had a drug issue by any right. means, but look, look at all the. Well, you know this. You're you're a you're a pop star in Northern New York. Look at all the young 50 or early 60 something. Uh, you know, 60, 70 stars. Seems like every day, one of them is just d- dying at a young young age, and it's got to yeah, be gone. because rock and roll does catch up to you after a while, I guess, Rich. It did with the 27 year old group, right? Yeah, there's. Right. Let's let's name all the people that died at 27. Kurt Cobain being one of the last ones in 92 when he took his life. Jim Morrison was 27. Jimi Hendrix was 27. Janis Joplin, 27. Uh, Keith Moon, 27. Uh, John Bonham, I think, was. I don't know. John Bonham might have been a little bit older. But yeah, 27 was the magic number for so, so many people. Yeah. Terrible. Jim Morrison. They all got introduced to heroin, and that's where they went wrong. I guess so. I mean, Jim Morrison is, in my opinion, one of the greatest vocalists, one of the best-looking rock stars. L.A., L.A. woman. 
Just his whole style, you know, everything about I, him. I got all these t- I got all these T-shirts on the walls that people bought me and got me and all that. And I got Beatles and right, and I got uh, Imagine and I got uh, I'm looking at Jim Morrison, black and white. Right, just that Jimmy one Hendrix. that one picture of him when he's standing with his. It almost looks like Jesus. He's standing there yeah, with. Yeah, that's him. the one. That's the one that's on my black shirt. Yeah, that that's the most famous yeah, picture of him. Times you can see it. Yeah, but at, at the latter part, he, he grew a beard. He was putting on some weight. But then, for some reason, I, I guess he went to France with his girlfriend or wife, whichever, and he, uh, he yeah, died of a I heart attack. I think he died in a bathtub. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. And that's where he's buried. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Paris. Yeah, it's funny, so I was talking to this lady today. I haven't talked to her in a while. And she actually came when I was up to upstate when, when they were going to do the surgery on me. And um, they are the minister that I, that I ran the buildings for. He was there, and they, they all thought I was on my last leg. Really? Yeah, and two days later, there I am. I popped up. I go, I'm going to be a rock star. Isn't that something? What a story. Of course, if people don't know, uh, Rich had a stroke, uh, and then when he got out of it, when he recovered, all of a sudden he, he realized his brain must have changed, and all of a sudden you you, you started playing guitar. You, you never played before, right, Rich? Is that how it went? Played keyboard first, then I played guitar. And you never played that before your stroke? Never. No, nope. didn't even know a chord. And all of a sudden, you just started picking it up, or did someone teach you and you learned from there? No, I. You know what? It's funny that the internet has so much things that you can go to Google. And uh, when I was out in Jamaica there in uh, October, November, um, on a ship, you know, if you've been on the cruise ships out there for two weeks at a time, right? Sometimes you don't even see land, right? Right. And playing that song by Dwight Yoakam, "A Thousand Miles from Nowhere," right, I right. Heard it well, I, I learned to song. play that last night in ten minutes. So do you think if you learn, real quick, do you think your stroke made you a better analyst? Anyways, it's good to have Jeff come back on. (laughs) I I prayed every day that he'd make it. So So let me ask you a question. You're not listening to me. Do you think you could have learned, you could have learned to play the guitar and the, and the, all right, never mind. I'm sorry. I I, got to move on. Something, something. It was a bad connection to begin with. Sorry, Rich. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn, Satan here. Yeah, what's going on, Satan? Yeah, all of my years of racing motocross are catching up to me. i got to have uh, probably the surgery on my neck and my lower back. Are you kidding? Are you making this up? Because Satan's not... Oh, no, oh, yeah. no. I went and had an MRI done here uh, a couple weeks ago, <clears> and <throat> my doctors referred me to a surgeon. So, yeah, it's so sad uh, that, that, you know, things do catch up to us. But, you know, you can walk, though. You don't need a walker. You don't need a cane, do you? No, <clears> no. I just get, like, pains in my neck, and it goes up to my head. Gives me headaches like every day. So let me let me just say something. Again, the headache <clears throat> could be from listening <clears throat> to your show. That might be, or picking up way too many cans over the years. <laughs> yeah, could be. So here's here's what I'm going to suggest to you because I'm acting like Dr. Laura today. I know you're going to tell me to stay off my dirt bike, right? No, I'm not going to say that at all. You got to listen to me though. <laughs> you're not like Rich Gladel. Here's the here's what I suggest. About 15 years ago, I started getting sciatic uh, issues in my right leg. And then by the time I would like travel from here to Syracuse to see Joe, I remember one time I went to visit Joe Stanley. By the time I got to Pulaski, I wanted to scream. And then I just had issues with my neck, my shoulders, everything. I was like, my God, I'm falling apart. I'm 45 years old. What's up with me? And then I, I, I saw something in a magazine. It's changed my life. I just got a, uh, an inversion table. I use it every day, Monday through Friday, religiously. If I don't, if I go for like a week or two, I feel the pain come back. All I can say is, if you know what an inversion uh, table looks like, I would heavily, heavily suggest that you buy it. That's all I could tell you. Yeah. So I know people say, ah, no, yeah, I'm not going to. Because I'm the I've same way. I've got like bulging discs and I've got like bone spurs yeah. and all sorts of junk. Well, you might need some, some operate, but whatever. Just do yourself, just remember, when you reverse 
gravity, it does work in your favor because all that pain that you're putting on your joints, your back, your vertebrae, if, if you go in the opposite direction like a bat, you're relieving the stress on a day-to-day basis. Trust me, it saved my life. It, I mean, it saved my lifestyle. I'm not walking around like, like a maniac. I can still move around better than anybody, quite honestly. I'm a little stiff at I, night, I, I can still but I, move I don't around have pain. All right. It's just, you know, it's sore. I work through it, though. No, I know. But it sucks. Pain sucks, man. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it, and I just got another bike, too, so a newer one. Yeah, so, yeah, so you got way too many years to go before you start looking like half the people in this freaking town. <laughs> Fat and ugly. Sorry. All right, Glenn. All right, thank little, you. Buddy. I got to go. Right, th- thank you, my friend. I'm not. I'm sorry. for Not everyone's fine. You know what I'm saying. Just people, just let them go. Let themselves go. Right, come on. You're too young for that. All right, let's do a break. We'll be back. Hey, I hear you're opening a new business. That's awesome. 858-5807. Yeah, we're going to have a st- stock market's going to crash. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's going to happen. Although that ad literally has been running for over 12 years now. Stock market's going to crash. Okay. Uh, 755-1240. It's already 531. So if you want to chime in, by all means, give me a shout. 755-1240. We'd love to love to hear from you. Uh, again, my, my wife even said Dr. Glenn. I, I am not a doctor. And uh, I, I love it when people ask me for stuff that, you know, a little advice here and there. And that, that one gentleman called earlier, you know, Jeff has been having leg issues. We are going to get ramps here. I mean, not, not to let all the data out about 199 Wealth Avenue, but we're going to get ramps put in. Temporary ramps at that. Just to make things uh, easier for Jeff uh, as he gets uh, back into normalcy here uh, as the hotline host. So we're looking forward to that. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Uh, I want to talk about Marianne Mooney, who was just on Guilty today for January 6th. Yes. Um, so they said that she's facing up to 20 years. Um, do you think she's just going to get probation? Do you think they're going to give her one to two years or anything like that? Like, what is she facing? He said you know her. Uh, that I, I can't tell you, uh, even if I did. I really, uh, th- that's obviously going to be up to uh, the jury and their judge. It's a D.C. Uh, jury. Uh, the, the guilty response uh, Now, has she been out on, like, bail or something this whole time? Or? No, no, no. She, uh, no, no. Today was her day in, in uh, well, today was the day. Uh, so, so how did how did she not be placed in jail? Like, there's a lot of other people that are still in jail and still haven't gone to trial, right? Uh, right, and we talked about them. Uh, I think the more active people, I mean, you know, you know, the Marianne and her son were were pretty much in the background, like hundreds of others. Uh, they just picked, and again, it was a selective choice. Uh, a guy comes in with horns, and he stands in the middle of uh, the house chambers. And he starts, you know, yelling like a, like a Viking. Now, did he take, the guy with the horns, did he take anything? Uh, take any what? No, he hasn't been charged yet. Even Jeff Graham was talking about that today. He's just been incarcerated oh, he without trial. He, he didn't take anything? No, he didn't take anything. Not, not a thing. So then Marianne uh, is worse criminal because, I guess, if you're, you know, the jury found her guilty of uh, stealing some stuff. Yeah, that's that's conjecture. Uh, she didn't steal anything. Uh, the one thing that she stole that they're claiming, and I happen to know this, is a gas mask, uh, because there were. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. A gas right. mask. So that's a cl- okay. So Donnie, first of all, you know, you're the guy that always challenges everything, but something tells me you're not going to challenge this. Do you think that this is a just? No, it's it's not. It's not that. I just find it odd. Um, that you hear about all these other people that are in jail right now. Mm-hmm. 
And then she's been out on bail being able to fight hers. What makes it different for her? But she's actually been, well, I, I guess, admitted to taking some things. Yeah, a gas mask. Right, right. And that's that's the system I we mean, have. I mean, it's not really, to me, I mean, it's not that big of a deal what happened on January 6th. Right, 20 years? Um, do you think? Let me ask you, Donnie. Do you think that uh, she deserves 20 years in jail for that, for stealing a gas mask on the, what what is called well, that, the insurrection? I mean... Absolutely not. I mean, as, as a matter of fact, I hope whatever, you know, the judge just says, you know what, time served for whatever supervision she's already been under. Sure. Okay, so then you would think that a light sentence or probation or just a slap on the wrist would be sufficient. Is that what you're saying? I think it would be sufficient. And why do you... I mean, s- I'll be honest with you, because yeah. when you do get in trouble, mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest. I think sometimes, I mean, I, people might get mad at this, but I think five years is the longest anybody should serve. Serve for what? For anything, the longest crime, because, like, time is a long time. Like, that one guy who just got a, a life sentence for some drugs that yeah, he had. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. I've been there. I've, I've gotten in trouble. You know, trust me, I straightened dr- you know, right out in the way where well, I'm I, was, sure you well, I can't be doing that again. You know, well, I got so, I don't. You know, jail should scare you. Yeah, like, you don't want to go there. Of course. Yeah. You Everybody know? wants to go to heaven, so, but nobody I mean, wants to die. But Donnie, let me just ask a you. Light sentence. Yeah. A light sentence. I think. Okay. So you, you think five years is sufficient for like a rape or murder? I I think so. I think <laughs> because. That's if they're a humble, you know. People say, "Well, for me, I mean, it just it just makes sense." Like the the prison system here, it seems like there you get a lot of years for for all sorts of things, and I think five years would be sufficient for most any crime, really. Okay, all right, fair enough. I disagree I with mean, you. It's a hard stance to take, but I mean, that's what my opinion is. Right. Oh, okay. All right. No, I, I get it. All right. Well, Donnie, thanks for that. I mean, that you're being honest. I think that's a little lenient. But uh, in as far as what happened to Marianne, um, you know, doesn't surprise me. I'd be interested to find out whether what's going to happen, whether it's lenient or she's going to a federal prison. One or the other, that's for sure. But uh, just remember who's running the country right now. So uh, that's the bottom line. And not to mention who's running the, the rhetoric here now, in good old so Watertown. DC has different laws. Right, they're not even... Well, it's federal charges, uh, Donnie. Federal charges. Well, I guess D.C. is some kind of, like, gray area where... Yeah, it's like the Vatican. Um, they can run by their own rules. Like certain, Yeah, like certain laws, state laws or federal laws don't apply. So does that mean the Constitution don't apply there? I don't <laughs> understand that. Wow, I, that's a good question. I, that's for another, that, another show and for somebody else. Columbia, the people there can't even vote. Right. Uh, well, they can. They, ju- they obviously they can, but uh, they they can't vote for. Well, you know, they're trying to make it into a state. But Donnie, thanks for. I, I again, I I knew the news was going to come down today. Thanks for for letting me know. Um, but uh, where did you see that, by the way? Just I'm just as we speak, I'm trying to get it on Channel Seven because I know they're happy about this. They couldn't wait for this uh, story to come out. Yeah, it'd be interesting to find out um, in July what the sentence is going to be. Gotcha. All right, Donnie. Thanks, my friend. Thanks. I gotta go. Yeah, that's uh, that's Donnie. Hi, you're on the Live at Five show. Yeah, just to correct the record here again. Yeah, by all means. The uh, the spear the spear carrying horns wearing Jacob Chansley. Yeah, yeah. He got sentenced to 41 months in prison. For uh, what today? 
uh, recently, I don't remember the exact date. Huh. He pleaded guilty. He pleaded guilty to felony charge of obstructing official proceeding, <coughs> carrying a weapon into there, and refusing officers' commands to leave the building. Right. Okay. He actually pleaded guilty, so he, he, he wasn't necessarily, quote, found guilty by jury, in other words, a trial, what have you, but he did plead guilty and was sentenced to 41 months. Huh. And, of course, you say that's that's probably enough, or if not not enough? And I'm, not, I'm not probably saying anything. I'm saying what was happening on the record. He was, he was sentenced, he pleaded guilty, was sentenced to 41 months in prison for uh, three felonies, obstructing justice, uh, obstructing official proceeding, which was uh, Congress interfering with their action to, right. to certify the election. Right. And uh, having the bullhorn and, and a spear, uh, a flag with a spear on it. Right. Considered to be a weapon. Right. And refusing to leave the uh, to leave the place uh, when officers told him, you, you've got to get out of here. Gotcha. And 41 months. Okay. 41 months. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks, Danny. Yep. Thanks. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, uh, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, can we all just stop with the January 6th crap? Yeah, by all means. Because it's like really getting old. It was a setup from the beginning. Mm. You had uh, mm. Washington, D.C. cops out there. They just had videos, body cams, undercover guys out there with guns and stuff. Curging these people on, pushing them up on the scaffolding. You had that other guy out there. He had a gun on him who worked for the FBI. Mm-hmm. None of these people were charged. Right. These people have been sitting in jail since this all happened. And they found these people. They haven't been released. They've been sitting in jail all the time. So these so-called trumped-up charges, well, they can get them for trespassing. Right. <clears throat> and uh, damage to property. Right. That's what they can <clears throat> get them on. Right. The rest of it is just all a big show. And it's a big courtroom case. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on. And I'm tired of hearing it. It's so over dramatic. It's getting old. <laughs> Well, I mean, there was a jury uh, you know, involved today with some in locals. That's why we're talking about it today. If I could walk away from this issue, I'd be the first one to do that, my friend. So don't you worry about that. Yeah, it's but a joke. Even that. What's that now? She's already served time in jail. Uh, no, she's the guy with the horn. He's yeah. already served time in jail. He's been in jail all this time. I know. I know. You you have the right to a quick and speedy trial. This was in 2000? 2021. 2021. 21. Okay, you're, well, you're in the wrong decade. Know, they, they've been in jail all this time. They well, should have been convicted of their or said what their charges were. Right. Had gone to court, mm-hmm. charged with what they were charged with. Right. Then be released, mm-hmm. and then come back, and then you have your trial. Right. That's how that works. You don't get stuck in jail. Right. All this time, and then turn around and say, "Well, you know, uh, okay, now we're going to go to court here, like two years later." Well, just, oh, yeah, and then you're going to be charged with, oh, we're going to give you two years or whatever. Right, right. Well, first of all, uh, the, the, our local people were not in jail at any given time, and their sentencing will be, in one case, in July. So that that just clears that up. I think you're mistaken. Well, but by, there's a lot of other ones. Oh, yeah, there are. There are. And and, and Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene is the only one, any only politician, her and, like, two others, uh, that are actually visiting these people to see what type of conditions yeah, they are. Yeah, there's only been a couple that have... Shame on the Republicans, too. I agree. I agree, my friend. You're absolutely right. Good call. And, and why is it these FBI people and all them 
that were out there encouraging these people and out there shouting them on and helping right. them in, break into the building and stuff. Okay. All these people just, you know, disappeared, you know? Yeah, well, why do you think the FBI and other operatives were, were doing that that day, uh, in your opinion? You no, know exactly why. Okay. They did not want Trump to get rid of They didn't want anything to do with Trump. They might have to make them look bad so he'll never run again. All right, well, that's one reason, but... And, wait, wait, and here's let, another thing. You guys <laughs> are talking about that guy that called yesterday about oh, the amount of damage done. 18 million. You're not taking in consideration the fencing and everything that was put up afterwards. Right. And all the extra security and stuff paying those people. Mm, I agree. Because after it happened, sure. you know, Nancy Pelosi could have done it beforehand, but, but she did. Right. Why didn't she do that beforehand? Because they knew that if they set up a mousetrap that they would get what they wanted. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And they had FBI people out there. Right. And they had uh, Washington, D.C. cops out there. Right. Useless. Yeah. Oh, and that one police, well, uh, that one police officer, for, uh, got demoted because he actually tried to help people. But you know, that's not the right thing to do on an insurrection. Yeah, well, you know, you can't, you can't be doing that. Right. You're, you're, he also wore a MAGA hat too. We're trying to do here. Yeah, and he was African American, and he got demoted for that. And the one woman in charge of everything that essentially let the whole place go unnoticed uh, was given a, a nice, cushy six-figure job uh, out there in Berkeley, working at Stanford for security for Pelosi oh, in her district. Yeah. So we know who's now, now, my friend. You know as well as I, I know as well as you know that you know that I know who's who's wagging the tail in this country. So when you have yep. a trial amongst your peers, amongst a Beltway jury, you know your chances of of convincing people, despite the fact that uh, Tucker Carlson has more revelations every day about what truly happened that day, they've just doubled down and they're not giving up here. We know oh, who's well, running the country. Like- just like Danny called. God bless Danny. Thank him for serving the country. Mm-hmm. But you think you would know better how our government operates and works. Mm-hmm. They're not a clean government. They never have been. They still won't release all the stuff from JFK assassination. Yeah, I can never understand that. Year. I don't understand So what that. does that tell <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, there's not many smart people running things, I can tell you that much. And Mitch, M- Mitch McConnell's one of them. Listen, my friend, i got to go. i got to do a break. But I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Let's do a break, and we'll we'll be back with more of the Live of Five show after this. Hey, it's Brad Charlton here. And Market 32. Uh, Welcome back. we got about uh, a little more than 13 minutes left in today's uh, uh, Live at Five show here on AM 1240. If you want to chime in, by all means, uh, give us a shout, 755-1240. Just looking at News Junkie to see if I'm missing anything. Been busy today. Uh, News Junkie, smell the big fancy. There we go. Dip, 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 day. Sorry. Um, yeah, you know, more nationally about the Nashville mass shooter uh, yesterday, Audrey Hale, her name, was rejected by her Christian parents who couldn't accept that she was gay and trans. Uh, also, uh, the hero schoolgirl, nine years old, who died trying to pull the fire alarm to start the, the shooter opening fire on her friends. Family's heartbroken, needless to say. They say that. And uh, the Clayton Boat Show is opening, I believe, this weekend up there in Clayton at the, the municipal, uh, the, the arena, the Clayton Arena. So as far as local stuff is concerned, um, you know, the Ogdensburg story, we don't care about that. Quite frankly, there was an Ulster man in the Catskills shot five times by a state trooper. I don't know if he's still alive. Could be Don Corleone. Got shot five times and he's still alive. That's bad news for me. And what else? Really don't know. Uh, Syracuse Parks Commissioner leaves for position at the state New York State Fair. Does that mean that Sean Hennessy is no longer the interim interim uh, uh, director of of the state fair? Is that it? 
Can anyone give us a shout about that? I don't know. That's the that's what I'm reading here. And Elvis Costello and the Imposters to perform in Syracuse with Nick Lowe and uh, Lost Street Jackets. Never heard of them, but nonetheless, they're setting up uh, all the events already, scheduling them at least for the New York State Fair. I can't remember the last time I was at the State Fair. I think I went once in my entire life, and that might have been back in 1990. It's just one of those things I just don't look forward to. It's always depressing when you hear, oh, the New York State Fair starts next week. It's just the first thing you think of is, that's Labor Day. It's the end of summer. In a couple of weeks, it goes, we start the cycle all over again. And then we get to see people living in Florida and the Carolinas and say, see, I live in a much better place than you do. You still live up there. See what I did with my 401k and everything else? Ha, you're still living up there, you jerk. What's the matter with you? Now, I, I can understand. Now, again, I know friends and, and some of them call right here on this show and I God bless them. But it's, it's almost like watching a slideshow of someone that went to the Grand Canyon. It's like, I know, you're having a great time. <laughs> we still got snow on the ground. Today it was 29 degrees. Today I drove by the, uh, the bus stop right there in, uh, uh, in, in lower, lower, listen to me, in public square, or off public square, behind the Woolworth building. And I swear to God, I looked at this one woman. She looked like she came from the set of The Thing with Kurt Russell. I mean, she was all wrapped that You couldn't even see her. She had this big, big maxi coat on and the hood up. And, she, you know, she, she, she looked like an a Ewok the way she was standing. I was like, my goodness, it's end of March. I said, lady, it can't be that cold. I looked down 29 degrees today. It was cold. So while, yeah, I, I you know, you know, the whole Florida thing, that's, that's great. You know, I don't know if, I'll, if Sharon and I will ever move down there. I can't see it happening. I'm just, I'm, so, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm such a Kevin Shank. And let me give reference to, to the late, great Kevin Shank. <clears throat> he never wanted to leave the area. He loved Watertown so much. I was shocked when he actually bought a house, he and his family in Sackett's Harbor. So, oh my God, that's down the road. That's outside Watertown. He loved Northern New York. He, he loved living here, loved talking about it. He didn't want to live anywhere else. We lost him at a young age. He did work in Syracuse. I thought that was incredible. He did great work down there, working at SYR Radio. He was really, he was just a great guy. But my, here's my point. There's no way, you know, if Kevin were alive today, he'd live here until he took his last, he would live here if he was 110. I feel the same way. I just can't move to an area where they don't have, uh, they don't have uh, the, the, the seasons. Now, don't get me wrong. People that go down to Florida, they certainly don't hang out there after April or May because it's just too hot. So, yes, there's snowbirds. I love that. That's awesome. But what's wrong with winter? What's wrong with, like, knowing that, you know, yeah, the days are shorter, they're colder. I know it's taxing after a while as I get older. I was like, oh, God, this is getting old. When I first moved up here, so many people, and this, again, this is over 34 years ago. People would say, geez, I can't wait till I grow up so I can move out of here, move to Florida or the Carolinas or Myrtle Beach. Well, same thing. That's, that's, that's how everyone felt. Is there envy when I see someone having a cocktail, you know, having fun and golfing and living it up? Yeah, certainly there's envy there. But it just, you know, there's something to be said about anticipating good weather. And then the good weather gets here. And then you go into fall. And then you relive this whole nightmare again. (laughs) Listen to me. I'm convincing myself here. So anyway, give me a shout. 755-1240 is the number. Uh, No more breaks left. We did our breaks. So uh, it's just me and you, babe. Give me a shout and uh, tell me what's going on in your world. Also, before I forget, 
I just did a new ad for the Widget Auto salespeople. They are officially now the inflation fighters. And bear in mind, of course, the Hotline Show and the uh, Live at Five Show are sponsored by our friends at Widget Auto Sales, where they have the biggest selection of pre-owned vehicles. That's more. That's uh, pre-owned trucks, pre-owned SUVs, pre-owned sedans. Don't spend new, where the average cost of a new car is forty-nine thousand. When you can go up to the used car leader in Ottawa Washington Street, or in the convenience of your own home, get yourself educated. Look at the cars that are on the on their website at WidgetAutoSales.com. Be ready. And, and get a car you can afford that you can rely on, too, at Widget Auto Sales. Also, our friends at L.A. Quarry in Lafargeville, otherwise known as L.A. Ooh, I love L.A. We love it. Well, Lafargeville is not, not like uh, Los Angeles by any means. But i got to read the copy nonetheless. By the way, uh, I, I saw a video of uh, the Ghostbusters, Ron. This is, this is a, one of those videos back in the day when... The Ghostbusters, what, when that movie came out, what, in the 80s? And they brought out the cast of Ghostbusters. <clears throat> this is incredible stuff on the uh, Oprah Winfrey show when she was shooting it in Chicago. And in the audience was a young, now I'm going to forget, Chris Farley from Saturday Night. This is before Chris Farley became Chris Farley. And he's in the audience, and it's, and it's so obvious that it's Chris Farley. He actually looks like a woman. He's, he's wearing like a, a, a white T-shirt. And, and he's just so happy to see these stars. It was just clear that Chris Farley was there because of the star power that was on the stage, that he wanted to be just like them. And as it turned out, he did. He did become just like them. He became a big star. And then he threw it all away with drugs and alcohol, died in, uh, in, a, in, a, in a high-rise in Chicago after having a relations with a prostitute and cocaine that day. She actually took pictures of him as he took his last breath. It's Chris Farley. But if there's a pic, if you ever check it out, look up Chris Farley on the um, Oprah Winfrey show with the cast of Ghostbusters. You'd be shocked. There he is. Sitting in the audience as Chris Farley. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, I was need you to carry the torch for me. They were talking about the number of deaths from fentanyl versus uh, the Vietnam War. Yeah. What if we put all the fentanyl debt death names on a wall hmm. and then put that wall along the southern border just something to think about you have a good day yeah thanks okay so there's a suggestion right there it's never going to happen you know the president of the united states otherwise known as joe biden apparently made joke he didn't joke about it but there was a, a couple from long island that were talking about the dangers of tiktok and how tiktok led their son their young son to commit suicide was, was that the one I can't remember? No, no, I'm sorry. It was another, it was another woman who said that fentanyl killed her, her, two, her two kids. I'm getting them all mixed up. I'm sorry. So she's on the hill talking about the dangers of fentanyl and how it's coming across the southern border. Later on that day, someone brought it up or it came up in discussion. Of course, you know, Biden had to get up there and says, oh, yeah, they, uh, they died under the Trump administration. People in the audience kind of laughed. You know, he, he has a gaffe, he says something wrong, he talks about ice cream recently, and everyone just laughs along with him. You know, that, that one African re- reporter, you know, trying to get a word in edgewise, but Jean-Pierre apparently doesn't like people of color in the off audience, uh, uh, in the press room at least, uh, ignored him for so long. And then finally he spoke up, and he made a big scene, that's for sure. But the biggest culprits during the Trump administration 
uh, who would yell out and say, what about our democracy? What are you going to do? Why are you destroying our country? They were the first ones to tell this guy to shut the hell up. They're running the country. You know, if, if you were unfortunate enough to follow the masses that day in January 6th, like my friends did, they got caught up. They did a stupid thing. But what was worse is that at that very moment, just, just the day before with the special election down there in Georgia, that uh, it was a clean cut. Not only were they taking over the executive branch, but they had already taken over the, the House. And, uh, you know, they were clear, clear in charge of the Senate, too. And uh, at that point, you are under their world, under their decisions, under a Beltway jury, a jury of your peers. But they're in the Beltway. They're in Washington, D.C. Good luck with that one. Guilty. That's where we're at. If they could have done it all over again, would they have avoided that? Of course they would have. They got caught up in the moment. But that's all the left wanted. That's all they needed. Look at all these guys. We're going to put them in jail. We're going to make a big example of them because they followed that orange man. Yeah, we're going to make a big example of them. Oh, what about the stuff that went on in Portland and Seattle? Shut up, you're a racist. <clears throat> Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Brent. Yeah. Uh, you know, Danny says that uh, he was carrying a weapon. Yeah, the flag. The flag. The American flag with a spear on top. Right. Do you understand that most flags either have the American eagle right, or the spear on top? Right. Yeah, you can't bring that into a Capitol building on, on a day that's dubbed the insurrection, though, because you go to jail, you'll sit in a jail cell for over two years with okay, no trial, so no charges. Okay, so had an American Eagle on it, and you you, somebody you, with an you, American you, Eagle? You, you and I, and I know where you're going with this, you're absolutely right, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. They, they, you know, they just want to depend on something. If he went in there with a shotgun, they would say, well, you had a shotgun. Well, I didn't have anything. I didn't even have a, a, a pocket knife. No, but you had a flag with a pointy tip to it. That's a weapon! You're going to jail. Yep. So that's where we're at. Well, I'm going to use Cliff Olney's uh, euphemism. Uh, it's a nothing burger. Well, really? Interesting. Well, it's really a nothing burger in the, the city of the stars. The January 6th was a nothing burger. Right. You're right. They cannot get Trump on anything. This well, thing with Stormy Daniels. Right. Stormy. Time has run out on it. She's such a whore, too. God. I mean, at least at least bang a good-looking uh, porn star. Not her. Jeez. Just talk about flopsy mopsy. Yeah, no, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but whatever. It's just a sham. But you know what? They, something's going to stick. Something's going to stick. It's going to be something. Probably the Georgia Dominion thing is. It's going to stick with him. They're going to. I mean, yeah, probably you, not. You know, I hope not. Yeah, I agree with you. But He's something's going to. Yeah, yeah. Just like well, yeah. But remember, John John Gotti died in prison. In Marion State Prison. So, you know, it does catch up to some of these Teflons. But, no, the whole thing is that, you know, a lot of American flags have spikes on top. Right, right. Well, that's a good lesson to learn. Don't bring in a sp- don't bring an American flag in any insurrection. It could cost you. Thank you, my friend. i got to go, though. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Thanks. Hi, you're in the air. Last, qu- last call of the day. Yeah, Glenn, uh, you're talking about uh, what you do today catches up with you 30 years down the line. True. I was just thinking about family and friends and and myself. Got to be quick. Got to be quick. How true that is. Yeah, it is. Uh, you expose yourself to sun, and uh, 20, 30 years down I agree. the line, you get skin cancer. True. And you expose yourself to smoking uh, 20, 30 years down the line, you Can- get the yeah, lung cancer. cancer. You expose yourself to a lot of This alcohol. is the litany guy. I got to go. I got to go, my friend, but thank you. You're absolutely right. And don't let, you know, your culture catch up to you either, because one day that could that could go painfully wrong. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal up next CBS.
This is CBS News.